Hello everybody, this is Noah Rolfing and you're listening to a Trevorless edition of the Double Technical. I am here with Sam Stube to my left and also to my left we have Cliff Wise in here. We're gonna cover some NBA free agency with uh, LeBron James, DeMarcus Cousins, Julius Randle, just a few of the names we're gonna shout out. We got some college football recruiting and some WNBA MVP candidates. Let's get into today's show. Okay, I don't think we're actually ready. There is something very wrong. I don't know what that, I don't know if that boat's going to sniff at. All right, how are y'all doing today? I'm good, I'm good. How about you? Good, good. How about you, Cliff? I'm pretty good over here, man. We yeah, have some interesting to topics, man. Ready to go. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right, let's start with some NBA action. So, obviously, everybody knows LeBron James is on the Lakers now. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> couldn't miss it. I, I just, it looks weird seeing a guy in yellow. Yeah. Know? Yeah, it does. In yeah. Laker yellow. Yeah, like yeah. the Cavs yellow wasn't even that good, but like Lakers yellow. Yeah, weird. like it's just LeBron in LA. Yeah, and he got, he's got like nobody a, else there right now. Is it a, <laughs> is it a dream? It, how, how would you feel if you're like a if you're a Kobe fan? Because like throughout the late two, uh, like 2010, 2009, it was uh, Kobe versus LeBron, and everyone yeah. was mad. And then now, if you're really like if you're really a Lakers fan. LeBron being on the Lakers. You got to root for LeBron. Yeah. <laughs> unless, unless they all became Warriors fans, so. Oh, hey, hey, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I find it really funny. I yeah, find it really I, funny. I think the, 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 the Laker fan base is uh, pretty um, separated. I don't think everybody's together. I think you have Lakers fans, and then you have LeBron James fans that's coming over. Yeah, and then you but, have... So we're not rooting for, when I say we, I am a LeBron fan, so we are not rooting for the Lakers. We are rooting for LeBron. Who just happens to be on the Lakers. Who just happens yeah. to be in L.A. The fifth best team in the West right <laughs> now. God, the West is so stacked Dude, now. the West is incredible. The it West is. is incredible. I it mean, is. I mean, you look at the Lakers roster right now. I mean, <laughs> right after they signed LeBron, they signed Lance Stevenson. <laughs> it's just everybody wants to play with LeBron. If he, if he does LeBron. not blow in his ear every practice, I will be highly disappointed. I mean, <laughs> they signed a bunch of guys who can't shoot and... You need shooters if you're going to go up to uh, yeah. Golden State. Stacked MVP. If you're going to win in the NBA, starting you, need lineup. Shoot, you, you need, need shooting. You need shooting, not guys who are career 30% three-point. Right, right. Career 30% shooters. And so, basically, I mean, the, the Lakers basically did a trade. I mean, I'll, I'll defer to Cliff on this one since he's from New Orleans. Um, Clippers did, I mean, the Lakers, the Clippers haven't done anything except retain Avery Bradley. Mm-hmm. But, um... Uh, the Lakers basically traded Rajon Rondo for Julius Randle. What's a what's a New Orleans fans kind of take on that? Uh, I think it haven't settled in yet because Demarcus Cousin has stolen the spotlight by getting by taking a deal with uh, Golden Golden State. So mm-hmm. we welcome the kid, but we still a little a little saddened, a little. Shocked, maybe? A little shocked that you just leave New Orleans and go to the Warriors for, <laughs> one, for one year. Now, from what I heard, it's that the Pelicans didn't uh, really see him in, in uh, their future plans. I get Well, especially after the Achilles. Before the Achilles injury, yeah, they yeah. were going to offer him that five-year yeah. oh, max. Yeah. yeah, of course. 
I think I think he really got he really got hurt by that Achilles injury. Yeah. His stock, well, not just physically, his stock plummeted. And well, we have to wait to see how he comes back. Yeah. From yeah. that energy, we can't just count him out right now. Oh, exactly. So. I'm not counting yeah. him out. I'm yeah. just saying, like, he was not going to be ready for the beginning of the season. He I won't. understand. I understand in a vacuum why the Pelicans didn't go after him yeah. hard. Yeah. But you still got. You, I mean, yeah. and I understand why he didn't sign with them either. I mean, if he wants to win a championship now, I would join Golden State too. Especially in kind of a transition year yeah. from being injured back, and trying then, to get back to his best. It's a lot like going into the deal. You don't. You have to understand that you're not going to get the ball as much. Yeah. Because you have MVPs all around yeah. you. And let's be um, honest, the Warriors won't need him until the end of the year. They don't right. need him until January, February. Right, yeah. right, right, right. So you have to just go in there with, you know, fresh slate. It's not gonna. They, he's not going to be unfamiliar to Steph Curry and Kevin yeah, Durant they've and stuff. they played on Team USA. Right, so. on Team USA. So they, they have some chemistry in there. Yeah, I think it. I think that's interesting. I think that um, <laughs> it got a lot of people mad, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people got mad and then... I, I was mad for a moment when I found out the other team that he was apparently looking at was this, bo- the, was Boston. How do you, how do you like, feel about all the moves? Uh, there was news today that like it was more like if the Warriors didn't work out, he was going to look at Boston, that yeah. Boston hadn't offered him anything by the time he signed with the Warriors. So I can't be too mad about it. Wish they kind of, they, wish they had kind of seen that coming because they had a they had an eight million uh, ex- mid level exception. Instead of the tax, the five million taxpayer one, maybe that would have swayed him a little bit. But, right. so, but I think the for sure championship yeah. is kind of too much to pass up, and yeah. especially when you're recovering from injury. I mean, I think the Pelicans got worse by letting Boogie walk, but they got a good player back and Randall. Also, yeah, they have money now for the big 2019 free agency class. Yeah, they have a little bit of they have a little bit more cap space. They still have Solomon Hill, which they need to. Thirteen million for Solomon Hill is too much, but they—I don't know. It's going to be an interesting uh, season, I think. Well, the Western Conference is going to be must-watch TV. Yeah, how, how do you feel about uh, being a Celtics fan? And I feel great. I feel great. I feel like <laughs> yeah. I've got a—I've got an easy road to the finals now. I mean, yeah, beat the Sixers four-one without our, the two best players on the team. <laughs> right. Yeah. And now those guys come back. And I haven't lost faith in Kyrie Irving, so. Oh, dude, Kyrie, if Kyrie's healthy and. I'm a big fan of Kyrie Irving, honestly. The Celtics are easily the team to beat out East, I think. uh, I think they're probably the second or third best team in the league now behind Golden State or maybe the Rockets. I think. uh, So the Celtics are definitely cooking up something over there in the East. Yeah, Yeah. and they're young. They're young. I think the Sixers could challenge them. Uh, Yeah, they'll be tough. The Pacers have have a good defense, a good young core with uh, Turner and uh, mm-hmm. Oladipo. <laughs> and Dougie McBucket. I lo- that, to me, that's a very underrated underrated signing. That's a, Well, know, I think he got a little too much money. I mean, maybe, but that that's a great fit for him. He has the great opportunity to sit, back, sit behind uh, Bogdanovich, be a good sixth man for them to spread the floor. Yeah. Uh, they were in the bottom half of the league in scoring, so that's... I think the main reason why he got that contract and they literally didn't have any other small forwards outside of Bogdanovich, so they needed depth. So right, yeah. right, right. And they needed Bogdan, too. That's a great sign in my opinion. Uh, Boyan, sorry. Bogdan's on the Kings. Um, 
So I think it's safe to say that we'll all be watching Western Conference basketball and just assume that it's Sixers, Celtics in the, in <laughs> well, the East Finals. See, I want to see who emerges out of the East. Though, I think it's, a, yeah, fair. I think it'll be really interesting. I mean, I know who's going to emerge out of the East, but. Well, <laughs> I mean, who's going who's gonna to be able to challenge teams out East? Yeah. Also yeah. interesting what's going to happen with the Raptors now that with a. Uh, oh, yeah. See, they're. Uh, with Dwayne Casey getting fired after winning Coach of the Year, <laughs> shall I? Say, I I don't yeah. I don't so, understand why you would fire a coach if he led you to the number one seed. I I kind of he was get named it. the Coach of the Year, and uh, I this is not a slight towards Nick Nurse. I'm just saying Dwayne Casey was the number one coach in the league. So why would you cut him? Yeah. Well, I get. I think it's just because they needed a new face. Sometimes you just need to change but it. Let's be honest. Sometimes let's you just need to change. Sometimes. Yeah. What it about gets a little the sand? If it's not broke. I mean, it was kind of broke. LeBron kind of broke him. Uh, he really <laughs> did break the Raptors. I mean, this was supposed to be their year, man. This was supposed to be the year they were going to beat LeBron, and then they got swept. Beat LeBron. I mean, they... That's a tough one, man. I don't know why people just um, feel they can, oh, we're going to beat... Uh, LeBron's just great. I mean, I mean the Celtics. Just Celtics great. I mean, I, I guess like the Pacers got within a few minutes of beating LeBron. The Celtics, yeah. without their two best players, got within a few minutes. I mean, let's be real. The Cavs are not good. <laughs> LeBron was yeah. good. The Cavs are not good. Yeah, I'd say in the East, the top four teams are pretty. I think it's pretty clear who the top four are. Yeah, it's right the now. Bucks are fourth, I think. Well, okay, the Bucks. Bucks too. are They're fifth. Bu- Bucks are fourth or fifth. Yeah. And then Giannis. Yeah. But before we before we'll end with some Big Twelve recruiting, but Cliff, you wanted to talk quick about some WNBA MVP front runners. I mean, we're we're a few games into the season now. We might as well start looking. Uh, I saw a few familiar names with Maya Moore up there. Yeah, Minnesota Maya Moore. The, according to ESPN, Minnesota Maya Knicks. Moore is the MVP front runner, which I guess shouldn't be really a surprise. Yeah, <laughs> considering she is the 2014 MVP and is like has helped Minnesota win multiple championships. Right. I right. Mean, and those girls up there are really good. They are really I, good. Yeah. The, From the, my understanding as a person who doesn't watch WNBA. I would start though. It's good this year. It's really good okay. this year. Yeah. I, from my understanding, Minnesota's the team. Minnesota and they the are. They got Sylvia Files, Maya Moore, Ooh, Simone yeah. Augustus. That's three top. And they've got the players got in the, the WNBA. The name escapes me at the moment, but they've got the Minnesota women's basketball coach who's playing now and is going to coach in the in the winter. Really? Yeah. What? I might just watch yep. just because of that. Yep. And, and not to mention Sylvia Files and Simone Augustus. The MVP are, uh, from last year. I not to mention that, that but. They are uh, LSU uh, oh, alumni. Really? Oh, had to get <laughs> they are in. LSU alumni. So, uh, <laughs> Cliff had to get it in. Yeah, I mean, we got Shanae Wumake here. I mean, if you're in a Wumake, you're really good at basketball. I yeah. think it's safe to say that. Um, the Sun are also really good this year. I think they're going to be con- they're going to be a big challenger to the Timberwolves. I mean, for the Lynx this year, I think the. They're going to be huge. I mean, you got, of course, Diana Taurasi, 
She's 36, and she's still... She's still the, going at it. She's still one of the best players in the league. Yes, she is. And she's still kind of a badass. I mean... <laughs> she, Got Liz Cambage down there in Dallas. Yeah. A six-foot-eight Australian. She's done really huge. well this year. I am not going in the paint with her. No. <laughs> I don't think anybody except Brittany Griner is going in the paint with her right. at this point. And you got Candace Parker. One of the greatest of all time. She's, I, and I find it crazy because I've been watching her since she was at Tennessee. Yeah, she was. She's great. She's, How long has she been in the league now? Because like, I remember hearing at least 10 years. Oh, at least like 10? A, I would say 10. Because like, I was... When Iowa State was, uh, the women's team was in the lead eight, and we ran into, I think we ran into UConn that year. I remember hearing uh, uh, how UConn and Tennessee were going to be in the final four playing yep. each other with uh, Candace Parker. Yeah. yeah. They, I mean, Candace is still really good. She still is. I mean, 16.4 points, six rebounds, and four assists. And she Oof. still have a lot more years to play, too. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean... The guys like, the, I know the WNBA gets some flack, but it's good this year. It, there's a lot of good players there. Yeah, yeah it's enough. worth it's worth watching. It's yeah. worth watching, even but, if you can just catch one or two games at a time. Mm. Futuristic predictions. I believe uh, the Lynx are going to win it again. That's that's a real hot take there. <laughs> <laughs> I think hey, they'll win hey. it again. They just loaded, man. They loaded. They, up they there, are loaded. Man. I'll I'll say that they they are loaded. And they are at the top spot, top spot in the WNBA power index. I mean, right? They're on a roll right now. So yes, they are. All right, let's close this one out with some recruiting talk, some college football talk. Quick. I mean, we've got still got a few months left before college football starts. A couple months actually. Um, the early signing period is in mm. December, and it's caused a lot of guys to commit early. Um, I mean, we got. The first thing I notice here is Oklahoma's number five. As far as Big 12 teams go, best best Big 12 team is fifth. We got Michigan at third is something. At the number three in the team rankings is not something I really expected. That's, that's going to be something to watch going forward because I think this season Michigan is a playoff contender. And then they kind of have to be. Now that they have the third-ranked recruiting class, too, they could be a big player going forward in the next few years. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. mean, we got LSU. Only. LSU has 18. 18. Yeah, number players. four recruiting. That's SEC. Who don't wants to play in SEC? That's pretty good. They have Oklahoma at number five. Man. I think right now Oklahoma is running the Big 12. Yeah, Oklahoma is absolutely Texas. Texas can say they're back or whatever. Nah, Oklahoma's, Oklahoma see, is I'm, running I'm the Big a, Twelve right now. I'm not as sold on Oklahoma as everyone else is because hmm. why not? Well, yeah, explain yeah, why. Okay. <laughs> so, I obviously Kyler Murray is going to be is projected to be a great quarterback in the Big Twelve. Yes, he is. He is. But again, Oklahoma has a lot of turnover. Russell's turnover from last year, especially with their defense. Mm-hmm. And I believe that West Virginia, with what they Ooh. have coming back and their, and their high-powered know, offense. West Virginia always for, start on a high track, and they just, as the season goes, they just start to die the out. Thing I, I, and West Virginia's uh, first 22, their first 11 on offense yeah. and defense, yeah. is probably the second best in the yeah. Big 12. The problem yeah. is they don't What's have the, any depth. They don't have yeah, any depth. Yeah, I 
I'm so that 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 four quarter grind is just not there if, for them. If what the twelve game, yeah, especially nine conference games. I yeah. think Oklahoma has uh, has the best talent in the Big Twelve, but I don't think it's going to be. Uh, I think Oklahoma should be the favorite to win the conference, but I th- I don't think they're going to run run away with it like. Well, it's going to be competition. Yeah, yeah. Of co- I think TCU is the, probably their toughest competition. I mean, yeah, got, but TCU's getting a new quarterback, but I mean, their system's great. The, the, yeah, their defense. Yeah, is their defense keep is good. I yeah. mean, they've got a good defense. Um, I mean, Gary Patterson is always good. I'm still not sold on the whole Texas is back thing. Yeah. Yeah, Texas really to me either. is like I'll believe it when I see it because we've been saying that they're back since. Like that championship game yeah. when they like, played Bama. <laughs> yeah, it was like, oh, Texas is back, and then they yeah, haven't like played. that game against Cal where like, oh yeah, Texas is back, and then they missed the uh, extra point. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, and Cal wasn't that good that year. I mean, they held two years ago when they beat Notre Dame when yeah. both yeah. of them ranked. Everybody was like, oh, Texas is back, and then they went five and seven, but, and Notre Dame went four yeah. and eight. So <laughs> yeah. we were talking about how they were back, and all they did was beat a I four think, and eight team. Yeah. I think West Virginia, again, could surprise a lot of people in the Big 12. I mean, I, again, that's another, I'll believe it when I see it, but I believe that they have the talent to compete. Yeah. They yeah. can compete for sure. In this I le- just don't know if they're going to take it. In this league, there's not a lot of returning starters, uh, specifically at quarterback. And in this league, with uh, yeah. you need quarterbacks to win. You need to be able to put up points to contend. Of course, that's what the Big 12 teams. is about. Of yeah. course it's not about... Defense. You got it. You need. Well, there's a few. Good, there's points. a few. Yeah. There's a TCU's few good we, we talked about this earlier. Yeah. Like, TCU's TCU's got a very good defense. Iowa State's gonna have a good defense this year. I, yeah, Iowa well. State's gonna have a good defense if we can remain healthy, or if Iowa State can remain healthy throughout. There's gonna the year. be like two. There's there's two teams that are returning returning a lot of good defensive players, and that's TCU and Iowa State. Yeah. Even though they lost Lanning, and yeah. you know they lost a couple leaders. Right, right. They've got, they've got. Uh, Campbell has got a good, a better talent base now. I mean, Oklahoma State, thirty fourth in recruiting, but like Oklahoma State always does better than their recruiting. Yeah, yeah anyway. they do. They do. I, th- I think they're gonna drop off a little bit. This, this could year. be a little bit of a reset year, just kind of a probably like a seven and five, eight and four type year yeah, for them. Let the let the new guys come in. Get used to it by the yeah. by two years from now. Oklahoma State's gonna be a playoff yeah, contender be, again. They're, they're still getting a bowl game this year. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. definitely. Yeah, yeah. I don't think Gundy's gonna have a season at Oklahoma State where he doesn't go to at least like a like a mid tier bowl game. Yeah, they're just he's too good of a coach. They'll probably be like a Liberty Bowl team. Yeah, he's got too good of a system. Yeah. to let that go. I mean, I think the one. I mean. I don't think Baylor's going to be very good again. I don't, I don't think. Yeah, I think I've, Baylor's going to be quiet that. for this year. But they, the year after the next, they could be possibly. I think, well, and Brule's a good coach. Yeah. He's a good coach, yeah. but he needs a little more time because he basically had to blow everything up. Yeah, I don't. got there. Basically had to restart the whole program. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah. building a program from scratch pretty Totally. Much. And some people, like, uh, I've seen some reports that, like, Baylor's going to be a bowl team that they're going to be like I think they're 4 and 8. I've seen I've seen reports that there's going to be nine bowl teams in the Big 12 and I don't believe that either. Like, I think there's seven or eight. I think seven is the amount that you can expect with maybe tech upsetting someone and getting in there. Yeah. I think I think Kingsbury's gone. Uh yeah, if if they don't make a bowl game, he's definitely Tech's, gone. Tech's just not good for enough. For sure. Tech's just not good enough. Even for the hometown kid, Tech's just not good enough. Yeah. And then, 
Let's just not mention Kansas. I think it's better for everybody. I mean, are <laughs> don't they, mention that Kansas has a football team. Are they going to win? Although Kansas is is not that great, they have a very good uh, safety down there that I'm I'm really. Really, really have yeah, some eyes got, on well, they them, have yeah. they have like indiv- they have a couple individual good players. Yeah, they? yeah. They just uh, they hired a recruiter when you needed a talent developer. Yeah, you know, Beatty, great recruiter. Right. Mm. But it's so hard to develop guys at Kansas when you yeah. don't know how to develop. And I see Kansas are doing a lot of recruiting in uh, New Orleans, well, trying yeah. to trying to get a lot He's, of those Southern guys up a, there. Uh, Beatty had New Orleans connections at A&M yeah. before he went to Kansas. And if I'm not mistaken, a previous high school coach, I can't think of his name right now, but he used to uh, coach at Warren Easton. He's up there at Kansas on the football really? staff now. So that's how they, that's the New Orleans to Kansas okay. connection. Yeah, and the safety, go. Mike Lee, who I was just mentioned, yeah. he, he's very great. And I think he can be a top three round draft pick. Uh, yeah. I think he would be even better. I think he would be even better if he went to a better team. Transfer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 But yeah, yeah, again, yeah. again, being at Kansas gives him kind of a chance to yeah. play a lot. Right. Right. Gives him right. a lot of reps. Yeah. Yes, Kansas. Yes. They've done decent at recruiting. I mean, last year in the 2018 class, they were eighth ahead of uh, K State. But the difference between K State and Kansas is you have a lot better talent. K State always develops. Yeah. Guys. Bill. Uh, Bill Snyder is. Probably, in the national perspective, I think he's one of the most underrated coaches when you talk well, about. Well, I think yeah, I think he's greats. Yeah, I, I I yeah because that program was dead and buried. Yeah, yeah. but Kansas right now is a hundred third in recruiting. Only got two commits, <laughs> right behind Hawaii and Santa. Yeah, Kansas so, Kansas kind of has always been a, a, a JUCO team basically. Yeah, they well yeah, and especially now that he's his job is basically gone <laughs> he's right he went to the juco well big time trying to save his job but i right, don't know right. i don't think it's going to work especially I, when they're looking yeah. for a new ad uh i find it interesting that uh iowa state and iowa are right next to each other i did yeah. too i i, I saw that yeah, very, very i think they've they've done a lot of early recruiting yeah. both those schools yeah. and that's usually how iowa does it iowa state's yeah. kind of get iowa state hadn't done that under Rhodes. i think they're doing it a lot i now think with the with, early signing period with Rhodes, it was like let's get as many texas players as possible yeah because like, we're in the big 12 because well <laughs> i think the thought process was well it's texas so it's better than like uh yeah the, yeah i understand that I think yeah, there are a lot of there are a lot of good teams there, that, good recruiting teams anyway, good teams that are not as high right now just because they don't have as many right. players. Yeah, I think if I uh, maybe a need that Iowa State would need to address in recruiting, obviously you want to sign as many players as possible, but I think the offensive line needs more depth. Well, they they've got three guys yeah. that had a new commit yesterday. Yeah, you can they read have, that uh, at iowastatedaily.com. <laughs> yeah. So uh, they have uh, Remsburg from Valley. That could be an underrated pit, underrated signee, in my opinion, because like he's kind of, I think he's similar, similar, similarly ranked to uh, Newell when he when he came out of high school, and now look at Newell's uh, projected starter at center. So I think well, it all depends on how those guys develop, because you yeah. never really know. I think. Uh, I think we've done a good job developing talent so far, and making and uh, surprising a lot of people. But now we have to consider 
uh, now Iowa State has to do it consistently to yeah. yeah. That's gonna be that's what's gonna be difficult. Um, overall, I don't think the top five is gonna change a ton, except for I don't think Texas A and M is gonna be in the top yeah, five at that, the end of the that, season. That really surprised me that they're at number. I mean, two. Jimbo's off to a hot start, but I don't know if he's gonna close it down. I'm not a huge Jimbo I'm surprised guy. Surprised that Ohio State's at seven. Ohio State. Ohio State's gonna probably jump. And uh, and uh, it's shocking time. to see uh, Oregon at number six, to be honest with you. Uh, dude, uh, Cristobal is a good recruiter. Cristobal is a good recruiter. That's why they kept him after Taggart left. Right. But uh, I think, I mean, I think the top five at the end of the year, recruiting-wise, is going to be some iteration of Alabama, Ohio State, Michigan. Yeah, Alabama is going to remain at that number one spot until Nick Saban retires. Where's USC at? USC. USC is... They're not. They haven't. They're number forty-nine. Yeah, they haven't yeah. gotten. Wow. They haven't gotten many. They've only gotten eight guys so far. But I think that'll go up. Yeah, that. Yeah, that should definitely. And again, go it's the up. early. It's early period. So yeah, they've got. Gotta and then there's a, There's gonna be a lot of good players left over. I yeah. mean, That's just how yeah. this works. Because like A and M has nineteen sign, nineteen signed in their recruiting class. That's a lot for this time yeah. period. I mean, it LSU is. and Michigan both have 18. They're, they're kind of winding down. They're, I'm, I bet both schools are going to try to get up to 25. But yeah. Uh, but they, they've done a lot of their work early, and it kind of pays off. Yep. I, I would bet Clemson's going to move up a bit, too. I doubt Oregon's going to be sixth at the end. But uh, Yeah, and I doubt... Uh, I wonder how high Iowa State's going to get in their recruiting class, too, because right now they're sitting at 28th. I don't see them going in the I top think 20. Gonna be, I think they're going to be around the 30s and 40s. Yeah. yeah. Because a lot of teams under them are going to are bigger programs that are going to get more. Right, right, yeah. right. Like, like USC, Florida. Florida, Washington. of course, yeah. Nebraska's only got 11 players at 30, and they're 37th already. Yeah. With I mean, the, Washington yeah. only has 11 players, and they've been – gangbusters in recruiting. And I think Nebraska is going to move up, not because it's Nebraska, but more because of uh, Scott, Frost. Scott Frost. Yep. I mean, you've got, yeah, you've got, you've got Stanford, you know, too. I mean, it'll be interesting. Uh, did you see the uh, Athlon, uh, like, composite rankings of all 130 teams for the, for this upcoming season? Um, no. Uh, I, they had Iowa State at 36th and Iowa at, like, 37th. Yeah, well, they're they're pretty similar. Yeah, I, I, I just yeah, that's gonna be a fun game. It's gonna be interesting. Yeah. All right. I mean, if that's everything, I think we're good. Uh, where can we find you on Twitter, Cliff? Uh, you can follow me at Birds Flying High. That's B I R D S F L Y N underscore H I G H. Perfect. What about you, Sam? Okay, so you can find me at Sam. No capitals underscore uh, Stuvi. That's S-T-U-V-E 66. All right, perfect. You can find me at Noah Rolfing, R-O-H-L-F-I-N-G. You can find us at iowastatedaily.com. And everybody have a great day. We will see y'all Thursday.